Man's Land recently. What an answer. <laughs> oh, no, Ray. I'm a fan of Legion of Doom. God damn it. The Road Warriors. What a rush. What a rush. No? You don't remember that? When it no. would come out? Oh, my God. Come so on. good. Dude, the best. The best. Probably Not the best tag team ever, but one of my fucking all-time favorite tag teams. I always liked Demolition better. What? I mm. see. Maybe I'll have to go back and watch it, but there's a good. Uh, it was a house show. If you go and like look, I up, saw that yesterday. The one with Ultimate Warrior. Yeah, yeah. It's it's the th- it's so good. Yeah, I, it was good. I love that match. I've rewatched it so many times. I try to send it to Johnny Mott all the time. I'm like, see the see this. This is, needs to be us. Like just big guys, stupid simple. Like I want that to bring that back. Came up in my recommended video yesterday out of nowhere. That's weird. Because I, I, I watched. You know what else time. I want to bring back? Intros. What's your name? Oh my God, you're such a. Why does he sound like he's only coming out of one ear? I don't know. Even though everything else is fine. Uh, this is the Three Dudes and Culver's podcast. Presents songs to sit to number sixty. Ray's phone's making a bunch of fucking clickety clack noise is every time mine? somebody texts him, and he's the one who's over here bitching about getting the show going. You fucking tool. <laughs> figure off. figure your shit out, punk. Um, I'm Eddie Vegas, and I'm Steve, aka Fork Tongue, <sighs> and I'm Ray. I don't know if I'm Ray's qu- is white. Why is he? Yeah, that's weird. Only his mic is only coming out of one ear. Is it? Yeah, but yours Can is... you hear me? I'm, I'm hearing myself out of both ears. Yeah, me too. I'm barely hearing him out of my left ear. But you're fine. I don't know. Hmm. Are you all the way plugged in on the on the? I should be. I am. Yeah. No, I mean uh, that's that's Ed. not gonna matter with your talking voice. But... Yeah. <laughs> I'm all the way plugged in. All right. <laughs> I think I think we're all right. <laughs> Plug your headphones in so we can hear your voice better, Ray. Thanks, man. <laughs> you fucking asshole. That's not your microphone. Yeah, Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck, man? All right. Anyways, this is going to be a fun one. Hey, we got some music news. We got to come up with like a fucking like a theme song for that. Like music. No, no, I don't know. Probably not. It's, it's, a, it's a fucking Sunday afternoon and Ray's half cock still. And I'm, I'm probably going to start drinking soon just because it's Sunday fun day and I feel like it. Uh, and Steve's here. Um, to just keep this train floating. Um, fucking music news, everybody. Not only are shows being announced left and fucking right, like all stuff later in the summer or um, even in the next couple months, uh, but they're all in states that, you know, uh, aren't afraid of the boogeyman. Um, hey, whatever. You know, do your thing. I'm not going to, not going to, that's not the conversation right now. But I am happy that shit's fucking opening back up. Finally, thank God. Yeah. And I am happy to see that shows are fucking happening. And there's proof in the pudding now that guys, like we're we're gonna be fine. We've been gonna be fine for a long time. I need live music back. I just I don't give a fuck about anything else. It's great that sports are starting to let people back in, and that's awesome. It really is. The UFC event last night was fucking amazing. Fifteen thousand people. Hey, easy. You're like making weird noises there. This fucking guy. <laughs> are you all right? You need a fidget spinner or something? I do. Jesus, get your fucking get your mic over there. What are you doing? Stop it. What are you doing? You, as soon as you move, it's going to fall. You're like a little kid right now. You fucking... No more hanging out with Juice. That's it. You're grounded. Uh, yeah, so UFC event last night was a big big event. It was... Uh, I don't even know what number it was, but it was Usman versus fucking uh, Mazadal and then a bunch of other... Bullet looked amazing. The fucking Shevchenko, dude. Helped big time by the... the being, crowd. being a crowd there. That's where I was kind of going with it. Yeah. yeah. Full, full, first time full capacity crowd in since what? Last February or something? 15,000 people. Fucking no, nobody in the crowd on Mask On, but all the fucking people that work for the UFC did. Including it was so, Tom Brady. It was, yeah, Tom Brady didn't give a fuck. Nope. Uh, and mm-hmm. then uh, it was great to see Rogan interviewing people in the ring again. 
It was great to see fucking fans. Oh shit, crazy bathead. Uh, it was great that we're watching Joe Bob Riggs uh, right now, and it's just some random <sighs> fucking. This movie's called the House Next to the Cemetery or something. House by the Cemetery. Yeah, yeah, yep. Uh, so yeah, it was it was fucking great, man. It, it was like like heartwarming to hear a crowd react to things. It was fucking amazing. Uh, which leads me to the article that came out today on Blabbermouth. Um, I just realized that for some reason it wouldn't let me click the link to it on our thing. So I don't know if you tried or not. But anyways. Um, so th- a show happened yesterday. A hardcore show in Tompkins Square Park in New York City. Madball headlined a concert in the East Village Outdoor Venue on Saturday, April 24th. Which is yesterday. Not to date the show, but that's when it was. With support from Murphy's Law. Blood Clout, which is um, featuring John Joseph from the Cro-Mags. So he's like an old school, like you know, fucking leader of the, the hardcore punk scene mm-hmm. in a band called their captures. Donations were being accepted at all, uh, at the all ages daytime event with a portion of the proceeds benefiting the New York firefighters burn center foundation. So that's a fucking great cause. Um, it's a great reason to have fucking people get together for a show. And it's a great excuse, I guess, essentially to be like, Hey, you're going to fuck with us. We're giving money away to the, so they're now, smart about it. Was it a planned event or was it like, Hey, we're going to, uh, we got the park over here. You can't, limit the amount of people we have at park we're gonna have a show fucking three days from now you know so like, kind of like under the radar so no 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 so that well here's the thing i don't know i'm gonna have to do more research into it to find everything out because i just heard about this today so here's what i do know uh the fucking dickhead cuomo with his nipple piercings uh, announced the the beginning of april 2nd live performance venues in the state would be able to uh to be able to do open indoor space at 33% capacity, which is fucking horseshit, up to 100 people indoors and 200 people outdoors. So this show had 3,000 people there. Right, that's why I'm like, eh. So 100% wasn't sanctioned, yeah. but that's why they did it at the park because to, and, and took donations because it wasn't an, it wasn't an actual sanctioned concert. Right, that's, it was what, just, that's what I was asking. It was like a protest, essentially, yeah. what is what it, what it was. It was like a rally. Right. So they were able to do it in, at this public place uh, and that's where the backlash came in, of course, because people are fucking cunts. Um, John Joseph, who's like an outspoken fucking person in the hardcore. I community. saw his answer for that, and it was a great answer. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. He was essentially saying like, "Alright, so we had protests with hundreds of thousands of people last year, and that was fine. Last this month on 420, they had a weed rally to fucking get legalized weed in fucking New York uh, State, and they had people fucking sharing blunts and fucking passing pipes and shit in the middle of the, in the same park. Four thousand yeah. people showed up for that, and that's that's okay." But you're gonna try to shut down a fucking concert? Yeah. Like if look, man, if you don't want to go, if you're afraid, stay home. Yeah. That's it. Stop fucking bastardizing people that want to fucking move on with their life and, and live. If if I want to take the risk of getting sick, and I get sick, that's on me, man. It's no different than if I go to a bar and have a couple beer, one beer too many. If I fucking if something happens to me on the way home, that's on me. Yeah, that's what don't Dana cry said. for me if I fucking. That's what Dana said in the post fight press conference. Like, obviously, they've been getting a lot of shit. Yeah. Holding the event, and he was like, hey. If you want to come and wear a mask, cool, wear a mask. Yep. If you want to come and not wear a mask, cool, come that's, and don't wear a mask. That's what's amazing about it. That's, that's where, like, the dude from the governor of Texas said, he goes, look, we're not saying don't wear masks. Yeah. What we're saying is, is if you don't want to, don't. Right. If, if, the, if you're, if you're uh, like, a place of employment and you want your people safer or whatever, if you feel more safe with having people come into your establishment, this guy, can you hear him? Yep. Mm. I, all we what can hear is you breathing. It's... <laughs> Every 10 seconds. Fucking, he's so out of it. Still, I love it. Zooted! Isn't that what they say, right? That's what the kids say. Also, uh, I think we did RFP to DMX last week, but Steve had a real quick point, because I want to finish up talking about this real quick, but bring up what you fucking saw yesterday, and uh, I loved every ounce of that video. 
Oh uh, man, I I was going through YouTube and I saw like a recommended video and it was live and it was uh, they did like a whole funeral for DMX at the Barclays Center, and it, it was supposed to start at four and then it was four thirty and then five and then so they just kept replaying like some like stock footage that they shot earlier, and it was uh, Rough Riders all, all on their bikes with their fucking Rough Rider jackets surround uh, surrounding there like were a, thousands thousands of them, of them. surround surrounding like a big. Uh, like Bigfoot style. It was truck. a monster truck. Monster truck. Legit monster truck. With DMX tagged on the side. It was like DMX forever. Or his, something or a, his, a casket sitting in the back, like uh, in the pickup, but above it, so you could see the whole thing. And I was like, ah, it's probably just like a, a fake, casket, a fake yeah. casket. But no, when they started doing the actual funeral in the Barclays Center, his fucking casket was center stage, and that was the casket that was on the truck. That's insane. <laughs> so fucking wild. Guys, all I'm saying is, if I die, as long as I don't die in like a bad way, like I go around like a mass shooting spree or something, which you want to shipped but... around in a truck, dog. Come on, <laughs> you don't you don't want to fucking have a monster truck funeral, right? Look, man, a fucking her uh, funeral, whatever they call them. So far, the two coolest funerals I've heard about in fucking in music in a long time are uh, this one. So we had a, a, a monster truck death procession, which is amazing. And then when uh, Dave Brocky from uh, the Odorous Youngers, the lead singer of Guard, died, they they took his like the outfit, the the Odorous suit, and they did a Viking funeral. At the, I think you were there that year. Isn't that the one you went to? I can't remember what year. I it think was. it was. Yeah. I'm almost positive. They did a Viking funeral. They, so they did the barbecue at a, at Lake Haddad down in fucking what is that, North Carolina? You know Dave Brocky died, right? Virginia. Virginia. You yeah, know I Dave, do okay. know that Dave Brocky died. <laughs> yes. Thank you for that, Steve. Uh, but yeah, so when Dave Brocky died, like they did a fucking, uh, they did a Viking funeral for Odorous, which I thought was dope because you're sending off the character, you know, yeah. what I mean? like which is amazing. I, th- I thought that was really cool. That yeah. was that's the way Dave would have wanted it. Like he wouldn't have given a fuck about his own funeral, but he would have wanted like Odorous to be shipped off. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was cool as shit. And then like you have the other like when Dime was killed, like Dime, but Dime's whole thing was. The, the funeral was wild. It was cool to see everybody show up. The coolest part about that was when Eddie Van Halen put his guitar on Dime. Yeah. That was fucking... That was, like, one of the coolest moments in music history and, like, metal history, in my opinion. But that's besides the point. Ain't no motherfucking monster truck. You know what I mean? Like, ain't no motherfucking monster truck rally. I, I can't say I thought I was going to see that. But, yeah, so, to sum it up, concerts are coming back. I'm glad that these guys did this. This is in the hardcore spirit. Like, this is the reason why I love hardcore and punk and all that shit. Because this is the side of that that we should be seeing. The fucking, like, the, the, the community, the fucking, the rallying to, like, get things going again. The problem is, like, a lot of that community, because, you know, a lot of them are very liberal and stuff, they, they're, they're the other way. Yeah. You know, and now, like, there's a lot of them that are fucking just drinking the Kool-Aid. So I'm glad that, like, these, these motherfuckers are like, no, we need to get back to our fucking Yeah, I'm hoping shit. that sets something off. Because I said that a while ago. I was like, why aren't bands just doing, like, little underground shows that aren't even publicized i don't think it happened i think it happened after i found out about it after this but there was a show oh yeah i think i might even show you guys last weekend there was a uh, a meetup with the team no head in the oven the um it's a bunch of people that I, I it's a group on facebook they're all fans of that band ramallah and uh, blood for blood and they're all like addicts or recovering addicts or whatever you know just low low life low life scumbags like us like they just you know they yeah. are who they are but they, they put on a show like this. They found a park. They fucking put on. They just, like, DIY, 100% DIY. A couple bands that are, like, part of the group fucking showed up. I don't know how many, a couple hundred people were there. Like, I watched footage of them fucking dancing and singing and shit. They set up extra mics so if the crowd wanted to come and sing, that was fine. They could come and do it. Like, 
So that was the first the cops one. or anything come shut as it down. Fa- as far as I know, no, that one went off without a hitch. All the stuff I've seen from it, like all the, because I'm in that community, I'm in that group, mm-hmm. um, has been nothing but positive. Everybody's been really cool. So, hey man, look again, like even you know, if if you haven't yet, go and listen to. Uh, I really, really, really highly suggest listening to uh, Joe Rogan and Dave Smith from Friday. That episode was fucking fantastic. Dave Smith. I, like, I've been a fan of Dave for a while. Like, I, I respect when he talks. I don't listen to his own stuff very much because he gets a little too political. But when he's done Rogan, I've always been impressed with him. And a couple other things I've heard yeah, about. Yeah, I usually like him on Rogan, but I don't I don't really like what's the podcast. I, yeah, I'm not really into uh, Legion of Skanks yeah, too much. Like, it, it gets a little too much. It's like listening to Howard Stern on yeah, crack. Yeah, like, yeah. it's just it's too much, you yeah. know? Um, but it's it's I respect him and his opinion. He's libertarian. He's right down the middle. Like, he's essentially the extremist on both sides. Mm-hmm. Dude, the shit they were talking about yesterday, it's all it was, it was amazing. It was a it was a fucking phenomenal podcast. So I really, really, really encourage. I know you're a fan of Rogan's, anyways, but like, listen to that episode. It really does shed a lot of light on a lot of things that are going on right now, and a lot of what's wrong and how we can hopefully maybe fix it. And like, he was even talking about how he might he might try to run for president, Leg- like legitimately. He's like, dude, this like he goes, I don't even fucking care if I win, but somebody needs to be there to say, guys, like we gotta fix this. Mm-hmm. Something's wrong. Like. W- like, we can't keep on just going with, oh, this guy is just a better option from this guy. Yeah. But neither one of them are good options. Like, that's not okay. You know, mm-hmm. like, we shouldn't, we shouldn't be fucking doing this. Like, this isn't where, like, how is this acceptable that we have fucking two clowns up here fucking, like, arguing with each other and fucking destroying the country? Like, it's yeah. just, I don't know, it just gets old. But they talk about a lot of, like, Hillary Clinton shit that I'd never heard about, heard about or well, that I had but didn't know as much about, you know, or, like, Obama fucking bombing people and what Biden's in. Like, it was, it was fucking wild man anyways listen to that episode so um music news i'm glad that we finally have some in that shows are being announced and festivals are being announced and man i'll tell and you they announced may 28th rhode island no more restrictions on indoor stuff so hopefully mm-hmm. um we'll get some shows back uh, around that time too oh, fucking unless you know unless they decide against that as the time comes i don't think they're gonna because even Dude, even in that post, that's why they're going to do it in stages because they, they're going to do it either way. But the reason why they're doing it in stages, like you were like, I don't understand that at first, but it makes sense because immediately there's going to be backlash from the fucking Karens of the world or actually yeah. Marys of the world. Is I think what my, we said. Well, my real point was like, why announce it? Because if it gets worse, because we're already like second as far as like percentile of people of cases and stuff. If it gets worse, you know, they're going to say, oh no, we're not going to, we're not going to open on May 28th. So here's the thing. So the, the thing with it, it, I don't know anything about any of the percentages of numbers anymore. I haven't paid attention to that in months because I don't give a shit. Yeah, uh, I don't either. I just happen to see it. I do know that a ton of people that I know personally, like even my own family members, have gotten it and are totally fine, one hundred percent fine. And uh, thirty my, thirty-five million people in the world have gotten it, and five hundred and eighty thousand have died. That's like one percent. It's it's fucking ridiculous. It's a ninety-nine point five percent recovery rate. Yeah. Like so, and what's funny is they like they would yesterday what they talked about this they they talked about the stuff with the uh, the bullshit with the fucking um, the what's the, what the problem is with the past the fuck what is that uh the passport like the the vaccination yeah, the passport, passport. Then, but on top of that they talked about um oh god damn it, I just lost my train of thought where are they going with that oh yeah uh, how they, they brought up flu deaths and they're like because everybody all anybody keeps on saying is all oh, the flu is like gone how come we're not hearing about flu deaths all of a sudden. And I've heard that a bunch too. So like I was on that same train of like, oh, what has there been like a thousand? It doesn't seem like we've heard about anybody even getting the flu this year. No, because they don't even test for it. Ah, wrong. So it turns they're just not telling you about it. 
So on that podcast, they were like, Rogan did this thing like, oh, let's guess how many, you know, you think have died. He's like, I don't know, maybe 4,000. That sounds like a low number. And then like Dave said something and Jamie was like, yeah, like 26,000 people have died from it. But we don't hear a fucking peep out of it. And even then, how many of those people, like how many people died from COVID, quote unquote, really just had the fucking flu, but they're not telling you that. Among There's other a, things. Right. So like, mm. just dude, like, but it's the same way. I had this, I only know the 1% thing, death thing, because I was having a conversation with someone about the vaccine and she was like well why not just get it only like uh one percent of the people who are getting it are having any problem i'm like yeah one percent of people who are getting covid are dying too what's the fucking difference <laughs> exactly like it's it's here's the thing man it should be up to you I, like Kristen got their first round rosie got the first round they're both autoimmune issues they both have fucking health risks 100 percent, i back them getting it because it makes them feel better yeah i get that and i don't i, I don't thing is, I think we even talked about that on the shoddy episode where Dan was like, oh, you know, I think he thought I was an anti-vaxxer. I'm like, I'm not. I'm not opposed to vaccine. Hey, vaccinations are good for the most part. Yeah. Like, they, there are a couple that are fucking real necessary. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's some shit, there's some bad shit out there, but man. there's also people that have fucking allergic reactions to them. Right. Yeah. Like, like I said, last, I don't know if I said it last week, some guy I work with fucking got, like, burns on his legs yeah. from fucking taking the first Some one. people have... Died from alleged reaction. Yeah. There is a vaccine court where they have given out millions of dollars. Kristen's got a big fucking. Somebody. She's got a big lump on her arm. Yeah. It took a week. It mm. showed up two days ago. It's huge, dude. It looks like a fucking anthill. It's, it's like massive. It was, yep. it was like this big on her arm. My cousin like a, fucking got it. it. And he had some fucking weird allergic reaction. So, I just look at it like this, man. Like if you have the right to be able to go buy a pack of cigarettes or buy a fucking buy like a six pack of beer and wrap your tree around a car, I should have a right to decide I don't want to fucking get a vaccine. Yeah, like that's all there is to it. You shouldn't, and I should also have the right to not fucking, like, to be able to still go out in public if I want to fucking do this. You can't tell, like, if if we let shit like that happen, what they were talking about in their right is, you're gonna you're gonna make it to the point where like you're gonna have people that oh follow the rules and did everything you said, and they're gonna be able to enjoy their lives and they're gonna be able to go outside, but they're the ones who are still afraid to go outside. Yeah. And then you're gonna have the people like me. I would I let I have the choice if I if it if look man if enough time passes. And it turns out this this thing is 100% safe. And I feel like, hey, you know what? Might as well get it and at least try to help fucking stop whatever spread there is. Everybody that I know that I care about that I think needed it, my grandma, my mom, my fucking wife and my daughter, they all got it. They're good. So if I get sick now, it's on me. That's right. it. Nobody else around me is going to get sick. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, like, I don't, I'm not worried about it. So that's on me, guys. Like, I want everybody to understand that. And I truly do respect it. Like, if you're afraid of it, if you're nervous about it, I get it. Because a year ago, I was afraid too. We have literally like eight months worth of podcasts that we have not let out because we were all scared. And they were, dude, I, I remember a lot of it being kind of dark because we would sit there and like, yeah, some more people are dead because all we were hearing was a death clock. Yeah, mm. there was a few episodes like that. And then within like four or five, we were like, oh, hold on. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah, it did. But at the same time, it kind of almost went the other way. Like we went yeah, yeah. super fucking tinfoil hat at one point, which... That doesn't hold up well either. <laughs> so like, we, yeah, but but it's know. it's a time step. I wouldn't mind, I if I can learn how to edit or whatever, which I, I'm gonna start doing with Ben. I wouldn't mind getting that the raw stuff from you and like put together like like almost like a fast forward like this is what this is the wave of what happened. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I think that'd be kind of cool. But I also have a lot of dreams and never fucking follow through <laughs> them. I thought I was gonna be like writing music already again by now, but <laughs> that hasn't happened yet. Anyways. So yeah, music is back, and here's what we're going to do, because Ray's sick of us talking about stuff that isn't music, because that's all that he cares about when he sits here, uh, is uh, we have a classic album review, everybody. So we are doing 2009, which was a little bit of a question, because I agree with Ray, technically you wouldn't consider 2009 a cl- like 
how can you look at 2009, which was 12 years ago, and go, uh, is there anything classic from that? But to somebody 10 years younger than us, there might be a classic album. You know what I mean? Like to us, like to me, like Marilyn Manson, Annie Chris Superstar is a classic album. It's 20 something years old now. It was a classic album 10 years ago when it was only 10 years old. It was a classic album. Five, you know what I mean? Like, so to me, in my perception, and now a lot of people would say that that is, but people older than us would look at that and go, well, it's made in the 90s. That's not classic. Yeah. So you, you know what I mean? Like, at what point do you consider anything classic, you know? I like how to me, he, there's no time period. Real quick, I like how he leans back when he should start jumping into the conversation, <laughs> but not when he wasn't involved in it. Uh, I agree with you, though. But go ahead, Steve. What you yeah, I was going to say, I, I don't really have, like, a time limit on a classic. If I hear something fucking from last year and i'm like oh this sits up there with classics for me then it's a fucking classic i agree i i have fucking albums that have come out in the past two three years that, yeah. are, that are legitimately 100%. are gonna be there for the rest of my life yeah. I, I can already tell some things that just jump out of you but the whole point of this was to try to shine light on albums that are are maybe lesser known or got by us from bands that might have some form of notoriety in whether it's an underground scene or even a major scene <clears throat> but skip by us. So like maybe the older, the further back we go, probably the more notable the band can be. The, I brought these two. I don't know if you oh. want to put them in your bag or yeah, we'll, we'll, one point. we'll put them down. Slap some, oh, the goat horror one's nice. Mm. Let's we'll slap them down. Yeah. So it's one of those things where like, it's again, it's like perception is, you know, what you make of it is essentially. So Ray's going to try to pick something to go again. And honestly, the other, the only other issue I had with the one you, because what we're talking about is Ray picked an album like Wicked Soon, and he had a different thought process on it originally. But uh, I personally would rather, like, I'm not going to pick an album until like, we hear review, yours. A, yeah. hear mine, and or, you know, yours, yeah. and then we review it. And then I'm going to go, all right, how am I going to counter it? Like, you're sitting at this where you know what I threw at you. So now you have an opportunity to go, well, well that's why I kind of jumped on it a little early, because when I got yours, I had it. And I could listen to it. Yeah. So at that point, I said, well, I might as well start looking. Let me see. Rip it. Gotta keep the one eye on one side. Sorry, right? Might be your headphones because it's coming out of two here. Yeah. No, you're coming out of two also. So am I. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Well, he's hearing me. I don't know. That's just really weird. I don't know. Yeah. You're good. Maybe, maybe I'm just starting to tone you out. I don't know. I love you, buddy. <sighs> so, uh, yeah. So. I would that the way I would look at it with this, especially because oh nice, still playing some tunes, like it's almost like a battle kind of a thing too, the, to an extent because you also want to keep on picking albums. You know what I mean? Like so, you have the upper hand because you won last time, so you should kind of go like, well now how am I going to go? Am I going to keep on with metal or am I going to go like? Because it doesn't have to be metal too. That's the other thing. We can play classic rock. We can play whatever depending on the year. This one's two thousand nine. I had a couple albums in mind. Um, some of my favorite albums come out there that year. Lamb of God's Wrath, which in my opinion is their best album, like by a lot. Well, that's an that interesting year. question. What else were you thinking of picking? Something shit out of shit that you don't know. I um, stuff that I don't know well. Uh, the God Forbid album from that year because I've I was a fan of theirs from their first album and then they completely fell off the map for me. And that album got a lot of recognition. That's kind of right around when they had their little bit of a boom, mm -hmm. but they never really took off either. Um, and I I listened to a couple minutes of it. And I was like, oh, this album's almost an hour long, and there's like some experimental stuff in there, and it would have been a cool album to talk about. But like when I looked at the two, it was between the two of these bands, and then there was one other band I can't remember off the top of my head right now that it jumped out at me. But it was between Darkest Hour, who I've, I've so I've seen both of the bands live really early in their career, and I don't remember like I remember following God forbid for a little piece like right after the first album, and then I completely stopped, and then these guys. The, when I saw them, they opened up, uh, it was 2002, it was, I've talked about the show before where I went to um, 
instead of going to my senior prom, me and Nolan went to uh, the Met Cafe, and it was like 20 people there, and it was Lamb of God, Shadows Fall, Unearth, Darkest Hour, and there was one other band, I can't remember who they were, but like that lineup for 15 bucks, yeah. like think about that now, now that you know that, you know what I mean, every one of those bands was a headliner at some point in their, their career, mm-hmm. and like the only one that's still going is actually Lamb of God, but the fact, actually no Unearth technically is too, and I think these guys are still too, but not like to the extent, like Lamb of God's still like a headlining act, right. like they sell out, you know. But the fact that I saw that then, these guys just got, look Look at what got overshadowed. I was a huge Shadows Fall fan, became a huge Unearth, Unearth fan from that show. And then Lamb of God is Lamb of God. Right. So I, I kind of, and I, I love their last album. So I just want to give it a shot. Anyways, this is a band. I don't even know if we said the fucking band yet. Uh, darkest Hour. Uh, the name of the album is The Eternal Return. Not The Darkest Hour. No, just Darkest Hour. if you look hour. that up, it only comes up with like a... I wouldn't have done that because yeah. I know the band's name is Darkest Hour. Yeah. Well... I did do that, well, and I, you know, found out real quick. I mean, when I when I type out darkest hour, when I type out my the album I want to listen to is darkest hour eternal. And I mean, I even like I even link. I'm pretty sure I even put the link. Well, oh, I found it. I found it. I'm pretty sure I even put the link in our message group. I found it because I was that nice of a guy. Yeah, it's okay. It's all right. You also thought Vinnie Paul was still alive, so I mean, fuck me. Well, I didn't really. It's okay. say like Vinnie Paul's still doing shit. I just fucking didn't know he passed away. <laughs> you did though. You, you did. <laughs> you were trying to make an argument like, yeah, how come nobody's busting Vinnie's balls about going out and playing music still? And we were like, well, it's because he's dead. <laughs> like, Whatever. <laughs> that's that's exactly how that conversation went. Me and, me and Steve both went, wait, what? <laughs> like the record just stopped. <laughs> yeah, know? that's that that'll be a joke forever. Yeah, so you it's know. a running joke. But I mean, so is Hulk Hogan having hair? Yeah. It's it's gonna happen, guys. It's just like me talking a lot. It's a. That's part of the show. It's part of our fucking allure. You know, it's the mystique. You know, it's not gonna run forever. Vinny Paul. Nope. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Fuck. That was actually good. I'll give you that one. Six shift. Uh, all right. So here's what we'll do. I obviously took some notes on my own album, but I'll go last. Um, I did what I typically do. First pass through. I I did take a note on why I picked it. Um, and. Uh, you guys can go first, whatever one, because you you did you probably did track by track like you've been doing. Slightly, I didn't go crazy on the tracks right. though. Yeah, you take uh, the most notes to say. I would say go first. All right. Let me open my phone. Because I didn't I didn't really take any notes. Um, I have standout songs and stuff, but that's I'm, more I what have I have thoughts about yeah. it. But I didn't really have notes. That's me and you kind of both do that. Yeah. I oh, just shit. put. Uh, Got through the album about three times, once at work, uh, drive to Woburn, and back. So I put a good opening, not too long. Uh, second song kind of sets up a more atmospheric approach, I feel. I uh, like the subtle, spacey guitar it's building. Uh, the Tides picks up a good driving rhythm, not too chaotic, but not too light at the same time. Catchy track. Uh, going into the fourth, catchy lead. Album has a nice mellowness to it, but also like a little heaviness at the same time. Uh, Bitter was great, but it was really fucking short, and I kind of wish it like went more. But uh, I liked it. Catchy, more upbeat, almost reminds me of like a classier, bluesier In Flames at this point. Uh, favorite part about this album is the guitar work, in my opinion. Uh, vocals are okay. Drums are good backing as well. A good driving track, very upbeat. And I put that for number eight. Uh, that was what the transient transcendence transcendence. Yeah. Um, what did I put? Was that the one? 
Transcendence, and then there's something Dystopia. Yeah, Distorted Utopia. I think that's probably my favorite track on the whole album. Distorted uh, Utopia or Transcendence? Yeah, dis- Distorted Utopia. Yep. Uh, after that, Black Sun, uh, the vocals kind of got it a little bit better for me here. Like, I like it how we kind of went a little bit higher on this track. And I thought that the last track was like kind of a good outro. And like I said, I mainly dug the guitar work on this album. Vocals were kind of like hit or miss for me. But I gave it a two, uh, two and a half altogether. It wasn't a bad listen, and it was short, too. Yeah, that's another reason why I kind of picked it. I figured if I was going to slam you guys with a metalcore album, I figured, like, pick it on the shorter side. That's another thing that kind of led me towards this. Uh, it wasn't a bad listen, though. Yeah. Uh, so at least you could, you liked it, so that's good. Uh, good, Steve. Uh, yeah, Ray kind of nailed it with In Flames. This sounds like In Flames worship to me. Um, there's a lot of stuff around this time that sounded just like this. Yeah. Um, it was good stuff. I, there wasn't anything that was like really, really stand out to me where I'm like, oh, I'm gonna favorite this song, and, and I'm you know I'm, I'm gonna listen to it again. And there was nothing bad where I'm like, oh man, this is fucking. Terrible. Thought my two favorite tracks, like I said, was that one towards the end and the tides. I kind of like too. Yeah, I got um, I got transcendence, uh, blessed infection, and the tides mm-hmm. as the standout tracks. But like I said, there was nothing like. Um, I was like, wow, mm. let me favorite this. So it comes up in my, my songs all the time. Um, but it was good stuff. The vocals were good. Um, the, the music was good, but like I said, you know, very derivative of the time. Um, the drums were kind of lacking for me. It was very, it sounded like almost like the same drum beat on every song for the most part. Um, so it was middle of the road. I'd give it like a, Probably like a two two or a two. I'll go two three, because I, I, you know, I gave whatever we had last week like a two, and it was definitely definitely better than that. The, the Razor album, so I'll give it a two three. Cool, a little above. Uh, that's good. Uh, me, so for me, this is like this is my era of music that what, that I really like push on the show. So I kind of figured like I'd go into it a little more. I put a. Uh, goes my dogs. I put first pass through. Um, I listened to it a couple times now because we also skipped a week doing like talking about it but mm-hmm. i didn't like it as much at work when i listened to it while working but driving yep it got my attention it was a, yeah it was a great driving album yeah like like i even write that a couple times it was it was an album that you can kind of just put on and really like just get focused yeah. on. yeah i could see that i actually had what's weird is the tracks flowed into each other pretty good too like i had an easier time even though this is like my kind of cup of tea i had an easier time listening to this at my house today like in the shower getting ready whatever on my bluetooth headphone bluetooth speaker and in my car, then listen to it at the gym. For some reason, at the gym, it's, I think it's because it's just, it's really like straightforward. It's really kind of one note, even though there's a lot of pace changes. That that I think it's the vocals. It's because the vocals never change. Like yeah. that guy, he's just one note, which well, is like I said, the, the vocals didn't change. See the, the drums, I loved. Yeah, but that that's, second to last song, Black Sun, the vocals got like a little pitch higher yeah. on that track, and then the rest of it was kind of monotone. I kind of likened it to. Uh, I kind of likened it a little bit. To, this is also the same era where uh what the fuck is that band oh my god they're not as they're not as like screechy but what's the fucking band me and you both like skeleton witch they kind of remind me of that almost like they're more they're more on the metallic side than they are the like the core side this yeah. band um but anyway so i put uh i agree that it's a better driving or like just kind of doing stuff or like putting on album than like a like i i don't know why this i had a hard time listening to it at the gym uh, but first pass through, I uh, like the production and the pacing a lot. It has a big time European metal style uh, guitar work, but blends the American tinge in that uh, was really big at this time. 
Vocals are solid, not overdone, but pretty straightforward. A few songs have insane guitar work. Uh, band as a whole is super tight. The album is a, as a whole has some highlights and is definitely uh, is, is different enough from the others in that time period where it does stand alone a little bit. But I can also see why they didn't reach a pinnacle. Like they, there's the reason why this band couldn't hit a height like a Lamb of God or like a even Shadows Fall did at that point is because I feel like it's too metal and I feel like it's too straightforward. Like bands that took off have something a little bit different. Like Lamb of God will do like talking parts. Like they'll steal from Pantera and do like fucking like he'll talk real low or like he'll mm-hmm. they'll they'll break up their albums a little bit. This album was just fucking hit, like hit the fucking gas and go forward. There was there wasn't much there's no fat in this album either, so you gotta at least give them that. Um but then on like the actual like listen to everything I put opening track is a good pace setter, solid tune, uh, to get you ready for the rest of the album. The tides uh, starts out perfect for a big festival circle pit tune. Uh, when the pace changes and the shredding guitar, shredding dueling guitar elevates the rest of the album. Uh, so far, it's my favorite track. It ended up being my favorite track. That album, that song, fucking shreds, man. Uh, no God has a great opening riff and pounding drums. Kicks in a semi-standard new wave of American metal style, uh, but a good uh, has a good break, more aggressive than other stuff. Uh, middle drum section into the solo was great too. Another highlight track. So No God was really really tight. Blessed Infection, I think you also said you like that song. Fucking uh, starts off, starts out screaming, and is a solid middle of the album track. Continues the driving force, set up uh, early uh, in the album. Great riffing <clears throat> and leads keeps uh, impressing me. Uh, Transcendence, this is now that's where the album I feel like peaked, and then the rest of the album kind of just was like it was there, and then there were like highlights in the there. Yeah, I feel like the album was back heavy. But See, yeah, you like didn't... I feel like maybe the first three songs I was like, all right. I thought and it was. Then there kind was a of couple in the, middle. in the middle that were like, oh, right, all right, right, and then right. it kind of came down a little bit, and then came back up, right down, came up. Yeah, there were like the songs, like the last three or four songs that I actually get. Like, I'm gonna say the same thing as I think, and you're gonna agree with it. I put Transcendence um, was almost a mass song until the slowed down bluesy solo kicked in, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, this is the first time we hear something different, mm-hmm. pace change. So then it, it really it, like elevated that song, but otherwise it was just like a there song. Yeah. Um, also enjoyed the fading out slower tempo of that one after the solo. Distorted Utopia is again a song uh, I was kind of like take or leave until the sweeping guitar solo kicks in and fucking just like absolutely like sets it up. So I get where you would like that because it was really like technical guitar wise. Uh, so I put the moral of this album is fairly straightforward. Dry, it's a fairly straightforward driving barrage of guitar and drum work. Not much fat in this one. Weakest song was Death Worship, which is the second song on the album. And it's not even bad. It's just a, it was just there. Yeah. It kind of just filled the gap between two other songs. Um, Same with better for me. Yeah, it but was just kind of like it was just there. It, it wasn't was like, bad. It just was. It sounded good, but I was like, "Fucking, why is it over?" <laughs> yeah, um, I put uh, overall for me, this is a two seven because it's more of like I, the guitar work in this album was everything I loved about that era of music. Like they, there was enough like breakdown, there was enough groove, there was enough like pace changes and like tempo for like uh, circle pitting, so you could like keep like the American style. Mm-hmm. But that fucking like, I really fell in love with the Swedish norwegian style like in their late 90s like in flames and stuff yeah so kind of had that kind of almost uh like dude like at the gates. of uh, inso- uh insomnium or whatever it yeah, is yeah, like, yeah. kind of had that same kind of uh i feel like a lot of the progginess to the it. metalcore stuff of that era was at the gates and and every every band from that era from america will tell you that they were all all they were doing was ripping off in flames yeah yeah like but like jester race in flames not fucking Mm, right 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 like the other cloud connected or whatever that nonsense is yeah early in flames like they'll all tell you that that's all that's pretty much what they were all doing they were just trying to do their best fucking in flames impression 
And Unearth is another one. Like, if you listen, I didn't realize how much this band sounded like Unearth, like as far as guitar work wise. Mm. But if you put like whatever Unearth did from 2009 2010 to this album, like, like guitar is like, like they're fucking neck and neck. They're identical. You could honestly, you, it almost sounds like it's the same band playing guitar. It's, it was, I don't know, but uh, say again, this is like my, my level of like, I love this era stuff. But I can also see where. I'm boosting it a little because of the music. Like I, I didn't. I like the vocals because this guy, like he, ju- he did it just right. But mm. at the same time, that was probably the flattest part of the band. Yeah, because they were they were just there. Like they were they were just kind of in the background. Some of his lyrics were pretty good, but the music, the guitar work is why you would listen to an album like this. Yeah, like without a fucking doubt, these two dudes fucking shred, man. It, it's whoever. I don't even know who they are. I just I don't know that much about this band. Mm-hmm. So yeah, definitely go check it out. I mean, I, I I'm kind of sad I slept on it because. It's it's gonna make me it makes me want to go back and listen to their other stuff now because I like their last album whatever the fuck it was called 2018 that like if you think this was good that album fucking is it destroys this it's it's way 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 better see that's funny because there was this album and another one in the same time frame where that's the two albums from what I remember that they're kind of known for and then they just kind of fell off the face of the earth yeah this album was their last no I think it's because this was their last major release I think this is the last one that they had on. Uh, Century Media, or something like that. I like I, I read an article about it. This was the producer of this album was a big time producer. He he produced a bunch of big bands, mm-hmm. so like you can hear that in the production. But then they kind of just like that was it. You didn't hear from him again. But right around 2010 2011 is when that like that we like the bands who kept going kept on going, and then everybody else stopped. Yeah, like the only there's only a handful of them that actually are still around from then. Again, Lamb of God is probably the only one that's really still really doing it. Yeah, Unearth is around, but they're not like fucking. And I would consider them like a different, not a different genre. Obviously, it's still metal, but it's a different kind of metal. It's still it's the same thing. Like they're still part of the new wave of American heavy metal. Yeah, just but like they're not metalcore. No, they have. I mean, they're they're more of like a southern groove than metalcore, yeah. but they're still in that wave because they came up together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but they uh, it's the same. It's almost like looking at like the British you know wave of heavy metal. Like you're gonna have the Judas Priest. And the fucking Iron Maiden, and then you're gonna have everybody else. Yeah. And there, there are bands that did it a little bit different, and then there are bands that did it identical. And you know, you can make your pick about who you think should be said next. You mm-hmm. know, but like there are two, and then like there's everybody else. Yeah. And this is the same kind of thing. Like there's really only. I mean, yeah, that's you know, either way. Good discussion though. What was that? Ed, you didn't put your phone on silent. Nope. My phone's always on silent. Mine is too. My phone was mine. Mine was that was hand. my vibration. Ah. Thanks, Ray. You're my welcome. phone is never on vibrate or on fucking so I never, ever, ever. Never, the, I three guess phones in, in a row. New Zealand, a band played the 50,000 people. So, nice. as the world isolates. Interesting. But when was that? What's that? When was that? New Zealand's also one of the ones that is the most closed. It says one day ago. It's weird what kind of, like, Canada's, like, fucking militant right now and not oh, letting yeah. anybody out of their house and oh, yeah. to fucking church yet, like, and there's no proof behind it. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. All right. Here's what I'm going to do. Steve's about to fucking, he's about to set his shit up. I just uh, kind of need to pee real quick. So do you want to pause and then get yeah. set up? Do a quick pause.
It's either that or listen to Ray Breathe. I figured you might want a little more death metal. And the spit was just about right. You don't want to hear me breathe. (laughs) He said he wants you dead. Exactly. I like like my friends like I like my ladies. Dead? Easy to bang. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Yeah, you're welcome. All right, Ray, go ahead. Uh, go ahead, he says. Yeah, I'm going to make you fucking work today, boy. Um, I got dark bassy intro with piano in the back. Uh, heavy switches into a harsh vocals, chuggy section, very disruptive, harsh sound. Give it a two and a half. Bass feels like it's going to fall apart. I didn't hear the piano. You didn't hear the piano? No. Was there keys in the beginning? Possibly. It sounded like there was keys in the I don't remember hearing that, that at all. I don't know. Maybe, Maybe it, it did. Like a beginning intro. Yeah, Maybe, yeah. That's I, mean, what I, I was saying. Keys yeah. in the intro. Maybe I just didn't remember. I don't know. Um, low and slow. Some good groove to it. Uh, I like the production. Just muddy enough uh, to be like, to be like gross, but like still audible in the instruments and like produce well enough so that there's separation there. Um, dig the fucking uh, the break section. Uh, more good groove to it. Uh, shorter than I expected. I was expecting like a little bit more to go, mm-hmm. but it also didn't overstay its welcome. I give it a two and a half, uh, two point five. Cool. This is uh, what'd you give it, Ray? Two and a half. Yep. All right. So Start that one. That's gonna be. Yeah. Did you put yours in yet? No, I I haven't fucking done that yet. I gotta do that today. Yeah. So I don't. Did we talk about it on the podcast last week? Last or was week, that, yeah. Was that after? We did. I think we talked about it on it, but we right. might as well talk about it. Again yeah. Here. Just in case uh, uh, we didn't talk about it last week. Oh, we did because we discussed how we're gonna rate the fucking. Kid looks like oh, Chucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was drunk last time, so I think I gave you like a redo or something. Like I made like a new yeah, clause yeah, yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah. And we like talked through it. I was like, yeah, that song is way better. Now I get the band. Or whatever the fuck. Right, yeah, because I fucked up and played the wrong song. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyway, yeah. If uh, if a song gets over a two point five from anyone, we're gonna add it to like a. a a master playlist on Spotify. And if it's close, like if it's like a two, three, like if one person gives it like a two, eight and then the other person gives it a two, you might be able to make an argument for it, but more than likely not. And we're also going to possibly when we're drunk, remember to do a, a redo if something happens. Like we've had that happen more than one time oh, yeah. now. Yep. Where we picked the wrong fucking song or something and then just let it happen. Yep. Or if it's a song like that, where it's like, it's diverse and you're like, ah oh, man, I really think I should do a mulligan clause in this one. Like, so not every fucking week, but like no, once no. in a while. Yeah. Like, I really think you guys would enjoy this if I picked the right track. Let me give it one more shot, and then that track gets this effect. Yeah. If it sucks, you guys, we're not gonna mute those either. We're just gonna talk through them. Just like <laughs> yeah. if it sucks, we're just gonna this fucking sucks. Yeah. Who was that, Steve? That was uh, Noxus. N O X I S. Anoxia. Name of the song is Dream Infested. Um, this is a single. That was put out last year. I don't think they've put out anything else. I've kind of been waiting on an album. Haven't got it yet. Um, decided to play it today. It's been a while. Cool track. Second track. Ray, do you remember Anoxia? Look at that man. He looks like a booger face. He does. I used to have this on fucking DVD. I've never seen it before. I was, I was kind of getting into it. It was kind of weird. Yeah, it's definitely a weird Italian horror movie. Second track. I know who this is. Do you want to go first, Ed? Yeah, because I don't know who this is. Yeah. I put uh, Electronic Open, um, has that new wave goth style, I like the vocals are what I was hoping for at first. Um, I'll be honest, the vocals kind of fell a little flat for me though, I don't know why, I, th- I, I liked it when it first kicked in and then it kind of like kept on going and it was, mm-hmm. something about it just never quite got to where I wanted it to, but it was still, it was good, it just wasn't, it, it, it had a lot of promise at the, at the beginning, kind of like plant leveled out a little bit for me. Um, has good atmosphere and sets up a good creepy tone. Uh, kind of stays one speed though, unfortunately for me, but uh, good for the style. I gave it a two and a quarter because uh, it just, for some reason, it just never really like 
this this style of music's tough because me and it was, both it's really Randy love Orton. It. it never got out of fucking fourth gear. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a, exactly. Yeah. yeah, it really is, and it's and again, it's not even bad. Like I would listen to this as an album and yeah. just throw it on. But like, this is all like you had you said something about the band that I you know my pick or whatever. Like it was good enough. You might not like hit you know like on one of the things. It was yeah. just it was you wouldn't tell somebody to turn it off, but yeah. it also wasn't good enough for me to like jump out at it. Maybe the rest of the album is, but I didn't take crazy notes. I just put a cool dark wave sound. Uh this is Ritual Howl. Yep. And or is it Howls? Howls, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh Scatter the Scars. I almost played this like a couple weeks ago or last week. That's how I it just kinda picked up in my head. Uh I give it a two seven five. I just think it's like a nice thorough, just straight track, you know. Yeah, cool. Um, this uh, I don't know why I've never played them on the show before. I have this album on vinyl. Mm. Never, never decided to play them. I don't think. Um, but yeah, they have a lot of good stuff. I they've put out a couple albums since this, and I don't think I've heard any mm. of them. So yeah, I just came across back. this recently, yeah. probably within like the past couple months. Nice. What do we got? Ready to talk? Hello. Nope. Wasn't it? He's still coming out of one ear. Not completely, but that's. Is that it right there? Can right. you hear me now? Yep. That's why. All right. It was pain. He was panned right a little bit. I knew all it. Right. I fucking. I'm not crazy. Like I can. Fucking, I didn't hear it. At no, all. you are. I can fucking. I mean, I'm crazy in the wrong <laughs> way, but like I, I could fucking. It was. It was driving me nuts. Because when he would talk, it's like spiking in one ear. Maybe yep. it's because of my fucking. I'm super bass heavy. Probably. And, yeah. So right. last track. Track three. I got a nice, heavy, chuggy groove death metal. Uh, lead was nice and slow. Uh, it was going well to the monster in the basement or whatever the fuck was going on. I gave this a three. I just thought it had a nice uh, old school death metal sound to it. Yeah. Uh, put a old school hollow sounding production death metal, uh, which is great. Uh, like the two step uh, that it picks up into good circle pit and song. And then it turns into a nice groove headbanger. So it's, it's got like best of both worlds. All these bands, I don't know if this is new or old, but like the first one you played and a lot of what you played, they got to all just be old hardcore kids like playing heavier music now. Like all the shit is derived from. Yeah, it seems like it. Like a lot of it has, like death metal at one point didn't have some of this. Stuff. Like they, it's always had like two step, like or like upbeat tempo, but like some of the groove that some of these guys are hitting doesn't, it sounds like, like Earth Crisis to me. Like it yeah. doesn't even sound like, I'm not even talking like, like new, new, uh, like New York hardcore, Boston hardcore. I'm talking like fucking like, like, uh, yeah, Earth Crisis is the best way I can put it, or, or, or shit like that. You know, like, oh, yeah. Uh, anyways, yeah. So it's it's just it's weird to me. Like, I, maybe I get maybe I just didn't listen to enough of this, or maybe it's just. I mean, I there know. was always some of this, but I think it's it's more now. It's more like, now. there's more prevalent. Like, there's certain riffing that I hear, and I'm like, oh man, that's like a fucking like I could hear that yeah. in anything that I listen to. Yeah. I mean, well, even, I mean, I think they're all real close anyway. It's just yeah. a matter of it's honestly, it's kind of a matter of aesthetic. Yeah, really. Yeah. Like, if you took yeah. something that you listened to. And you maybe change the vocals and tone down the production a little bit, it would be a death metal song. But even some of the, like the first song you played had this as good a production as pretty much anything else I listen to, or yeah. most of I listen to. Yeah. So it's weird how like some things, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. It's, just, it's funny how like the line is, it's so blurred. It's right there. Yeah. But like, I don't know. It is well, I like that a lot of the death metal that's coming out with the hardcore is, there was a time when it was like, 50 50 like with like death metal. yeah and now it's like 90 percent death metal 10 percent hardcore yeah it's it's yeah it's, it's kind of like it's going more underground sound or more raw yeah we're like death core well a lot of those bands they're like overproduced and oh yeah, yeah yeah it's just the same shit over and over and over again and that's also where like the fucking pig squeal stupid shit really blew up and all that shit yep 
Anyways, uh, where was I? Uh, oh, I like the echo on the snare drum. I like the production on the drums a lot in this song. And then there was one specific point where he does like just the one hit and it rung out. Yep. And everything paused for a, a slight second. That was a really good, uh, nice touch production-wise. Like, So whoever mixed this did a really good job with that. Uh, the slow atmospheric break is solid. Um, I wrote it up to a 2.666. Cool. Yeah, this... Uh... Uh, I was edible Steve last night. Oh, and this came on. I had a feeling you were talking a lot last night. You were going back and forth way more than you normally do. Yeah, uh, yeah this came. This it struck me because all the all the tempo changes they did them in a way that isn't very typical from regular death metal. I guess mm-hmm. I can't really put my finger on exactly what it was, but a lot of the tempo changes and the groove changes were there was something different with it, how they transitioned them to something I would normally listen to. That's yeah. what really stuck out to me. Uh, name of the band is uh, Go Gosudar G O S U D A R Gossamer, like the little fucking alien from G O S U U D A R G A R. Yep, Gosudar. Yep, and, uh, Awakening of the Realm is the name of the song. Uh, yeah, brand new to me. Just threw on a fucking shuffle last night, and uh, that came up. Nice. I dug it. Newer was it a newer song? Uh, March twentieth, twenty twenty one. Yep, so pretty new. That's good. It's amazing. Like, see that? I'm I'm starting to be able to tell when it is a newer band, even with the lower production, because yeah. like, it's the it's the riffing that yep. sets it apart. So you're going next. Oh, uh, yeah, I might, might as well. All right. Yeah, I, well. I think you actually threw that out at one yeah, point. That's yeah, why that's I said fine. I just wanted to go on down the line. Yeah. All right. Let me know when you're all ready. I'm, I am ready. I'm going next, gentlemen. I'm good. Uh, let's do it.
I didn't know. <clears throat> so apparently, Audition's going to be coming on. That's, this is a fucking weird movie. Mm. Yes, it is. Have you ever seen this, Ray? No. Oh, boy. I know you've seen it, right? Yeah. You're going to see some fucking wild shit, right? This yeah. Is a fucking, this is a fucking weird one. This is a good. It can't be much weirder than what I just watched. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. you have no yeah. idea. Yeah. You're like, I don't know how far into this we're actually going to get, but like, dude, it's a fucking weird movie. The fucking. Well, you'll see. All right. Uh, whoever feels like going first, you're more than welcome. I'll go. Uh, heavy shit right off the rip. Uh, slight synth in the background. Little staccato breakdown section reminds me of Lamb of God. Some nice lead and soloing on soloing on this. Vocals are strong. Uh, strong song overall. I gave it a two point seven. Cool. All right. I put a good heavy black metal feel. Almost gives me a demuish type of fucking feel with the vocals, like Shagrath or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, either way, I put Killer Production. I gave this a three. I'm questioning, is this the new Gojira? No. 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 What are you There was a mental? little Gojira sound in there. No. Yeah, it did kind no of. No way. Yes, there was. Y'all are off your rocker, dude. Nope. No way. Very slight. Yeah. No yeah. way. Oh, yeah. Listen to Gojira. They've never had vocals like this ever. No, that's why I was kind of questioning it. because I didn't think music, it was Gojira. But the there was something that sounded like. That kind of reminded yeah. me. Even, even heavy-wise. They're, they're more like uh like they're they, even at their heaviest, they don't ever play anything like this. Mm, I don't know. I don't know, man. Maybe I've only maybe I haven't listened to enough of it, but I, the the three new sol- singles that have come out are either way. Nothing it like sounded this. familiar to me. Yeah, it sounds yeah. because it's more like Demu kind of stuff yeah. or like Old Man's Child. Not Go- Gojira's so it's so much different than this. It's not even funny. Personally, yeah. I, I could be on a fucking island of my son, my own here. Apparently, I am. But have you listened to any of the new Gojira stuff? It's amazing. I heard. But it sounds I heard nothing something like, like the next. I like one Gojira album. Yeah, the rest of what the, the three new songs are as good as that out the album yeah. you're thinking of because I like the same one. I can't remember the fucking name of it. Though. The the fucking one of the whales. Yeah, on the front. yeah. Osiris yeah. or something like that. Uh, no. From Mars to Sirius. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Uh, the name of the band is Vredgehammer. I don't. I'm sure I'm pronouncing that wrong, but it's V R E D. Vredhammer. Vredhammer. Yeah. I think that's. I think I've heard this. I think uh, that's why I was fucking. There's also like, a band called Vreed, so you yeah. might be thinking of them. V R E D E Red Hammer, uh, yeah. with H A M M E R. I yeah. just found this the other day. Uh, this is an album that came out last year. The song is the title track of the album called Viperous. So like a yeah, viper. Yeah, it's got like a viper on the cover, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. So you probably listened to this before because yeah. it, it it popped up because um, another band I like <clears throat> put out a, a single this week. Yeah. It's along the same the same realm. And I was like, oh, you might like this. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, fucking, I need something new to listen to the gym. And this, I've listened to this album like 10 times since I yeah. fucking found it. This album is amazing. It's going in the playlist. Oh, it's, dude, it's very, very good, man. I'm, it's very old man's child. It's very, mm-hmm. you know, demu, like you said. So I knew you, I figured Ray was going to like it a lot. I wasn't sure because you're like on and off with that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's, a, definitely check it out, man. Vreed Hammer. Uh, very impressive. Uh, Go ahead with the second song. Uh, song number two. This was whatever to me until the guitar section with the there was it had like a guitar tone similar to a lot of post punk mm-hmm. came in like middle of the song and there was some keys after that that helped. Um, mm-hmm. It wasn't it wasn't bad in the beginning. It just kind of left me whatever. Uh, I was gonna give it a two point four, but fuck it, I'll give it a two point five just so it could go on the playlist if Ray if Ray likes it if Ray likes it. All right, I put background keyboard sounds like an 80s thrasher. I like the midsection where the keys kind of switched it up a little bit. I didn't really like the vocals. I ended up giving it a two and a quarter. Okay. 
Yeah. So it's close. So here's the deal with this song, yeah. this band. I don't, I don't know what I think of this yet. This is an album that uh, Joe Walsh is huge on right now. Mm. Um, this is a band called The Lion's Daughter. Oh yeah. The name of the album is Skin Show. This this just came out. He's I've got seen their name album. a lot recently. It's been. I've, I've never heard of it. This album's but like I liked. I thought their last album was okay. This album so far, I like this album better, but I still don't know. Like, mm. I can't figure it. I can't figure it out because mm. there's. I love the electronic section of this. Like every song has like that electronic shit. Like, like I thought the music was really well done, but like I just the vocals I'm a are very I, kind of picky. Kind of I can't I can't tell yeah. whether I like the vocals. Yeah, I think that's where you are too, right? Yeah, like I don't hate them, but they don't. At the same time, I wasn't really like it wasn't catching my attention yeah. as much. The music is way better than the vocals. Yeah. Put it that way. Like so, I think what you liked about the music is what I like about it. Mm-hmm. It's the the keys are very like John Carpenter. Like the yeah, very yeah. like eighties horror movie feel to them, you know. Um, but I just I can't tell whether I like the, like I don't hate the album. I like it mm. enough to be like to listen to it multiple times. So there's something there that like I just keep on listening to because I'm trying to figure out. I'm, tr- I'm trying to love it, but mm. I don't know what I think of it yet. So, but Joe, I played this for Joe because he's been he's fucking obsessed What's with the this name album. of the track. Uh, neon teeth. Right. So like the you know like neon colors, not like. And uh, K N E E, no one, you know. That did not even enter my mind. Neon teeth. Neon teeth. I've, with Ray lately, I don't fucking know anymore. I gotta make sure I can spell it out for him. So, hey Joe, it's close, man. I would have. This one, this is my favorite song off the album, like by, like by a lot, personally. But I'm also like, I, I can't figure out what I think of this album. Yet. Like I just can't. Like I don't know. So I wanted to play it because I wanted to see what you guys thought of it. I was hoping one of you guys were gonna sway me to love it. <laughs> you, you didn't do that, so I am. I am glad that you like. I, that's one thing I'm gonna be interested to see what happens more now. With like, like I'm not gonna lie, my original score for the first song you played, I had it at a two four, and I was like, yeah, no, nah, you know, I liked it enough where if I heard this again, I'd be into it. Let's give it a mm-hmm. two five. So now we're gonna be fucking swaying things. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna. It's gonna be interesting to see what happens with that. All right, and then uh, the third song is the one I've never heard. A brand new song to me. We're probably, I mean, we're all fans of the band, so yeah. we're probably all going to figure out who it is pretty easily. Now, is that the new track that you were talking new. about? Yeah. Brand right. new. It came out last weekend. Yeah. I've, I've not listened is to it. Is that with Burton? Yep. All right, all right. Yeah. Which is weird. Say, that's what I was like in my head. Well, I'll let you take your notes. Uh, yeah, new yeah. new Fear Factory. Yeah. Yep. Um, I heard this a few days ago, and I was not a fan. <clears throat> I liked it a little bit more, but I still was whatever on mm. it. Um, I hate the hook. Yeah. Uh, I think he sounds great, though. Yeah, the music was you know it was whatever, but the hook kind of brought it down for me. But it was it was still Fair Factory, two point two. Yeah, okay. I uh, put guessing this is possibly the new approach to Fear Factory without Burton. I put, but then I heard Burton and I was like, is this older stuff? I don't know what the fuck I'm listening to now. Um, I didn't mind it, but it did kind of seem like almost on like the lighter side, music wise. Music wise, yeah. from you know what I would normally hear from yeah. a Fear Factory song. I gave it a two. It wasn't like I'm. I'm in that. I'm gonna probably match you guys and like the. I'll give it like a two and a quarter just to be nice because I, I was impressed with with Bert. Yeah. He was the he was the highlight of that. Mm. That's the that's the most pissed off I've heard Bert and C. Bell in 25 years. Like without a fucking doubt, that's by far the heaviest his vocals have been since fucking Soul of a New Machine. Like mm. he, he that's why even, I was like, hmm? yeah, he wasn't even that heavy on fucking uh, Demanufactured. Like he was he hasn't been that heavy in 30 years. But you know his his clean vocals are fucking Brittany Bell. Like you, you know yep. those a, a million miles away. 
the the I think my problem with Fear Factory now, as much as I grew like I was a huge mark for them when I grew up, man. Like nothing would have like ever. We've talked about that a few times. The manufactured still to me still fucking holds up. I, I listened to it last week in with anticipation for this song. Um, I'll be honest. I didn't think Bert was on the album. I thought he left before they recorded it. But then this was definitely him. So I don't know what to think now. But um, I'm gonna be interested. I'll listen to it when it comes out. The last none of the albums like the last ten albums or whatever the fuck it's been since Digimortal like they're all just there to me. I, I feel like music they were one, at one point they were uh, so unique. Yeah, nothing could touch them. And then like the rest of the music world caught up and actually surpassed them. Well, they kind of made a genre based around Fear Factory. Gen, yeah, Gen. Yeah, yeah. No, fucking, you're right. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. And some bands do it better now. You know, like yeah. even though they created it, like just is what it is you know you, you're still gonna love it. it's the same idea as like there are bands that do doom better than black sabbath did eventually but you're never gonna beat the first four right. black sabbath albums you yeah. know what i mean like but everything after that you can kind of like pick and choose what you like after that you know it's, it's every genre yeah like everything's that. like that so i you know i feel like they were trendsetters not a trendsetter but like uh what, what was the better trailblazer trailblazer thank you yeah that's what i was looking for um they definitely created their own sound the 90s were an interesting fucking... I was thinking about that recently. The 90s might have been the most unique period, like, decade in music. Yeah. If you think about, definitely. like, what came out of it, you know what I mean? I, I don't think anything before or anything since has been that unique. With, like, the different genres that it created and, like, the booms that happened between hip-hop blowing up the way it did to, like... The, the crossovers between yeah. rap and hip-hop and yep. all kinds of... That was just so much going on it was a lot and then, then everything went more traditional again yeah after that and then not and like now we're in like a fucking everything sounds exactly the same like yeah right now might be the, the one of the worst decades of music of it well this is the brand new part of the decade so we you know what that means the last means part. we're getting old yeah <laughs> well it might be or well no i mean here's the thing that's part of it you're, you're right there but at the same time my dad would say the same thing about the 90s and the 80s mm. that it was which terrible. i get I think what what I'm getting at though is like I was a big fan of music. I mean, I can I can find good stuff from the 2000s. I can find well, I can find great stuff from the 2000s. I can find great stuff from the 2010s. But so far, like near the end of the 2010s, most of heavy music started sounding exactly the same. Most hip hop is atrocious right now. I don't care what anybody says. It's fucking what is what is famous hip hop right now. It's all the exact same. It's like yes. the same fucking beat over and over and over and over and over. It's the same I would say, yeah. fucking beat. I would say music's still Every great, song. but there's no room for popular music to actually be good anymore. Where there was a time when there was some popular music that was good. There's mm -hmm. a time where, put it this way, nowadays, if a band tried to be Guns N' Roses, we would hate it. Yeah. Oh, because Avenged Sevenfold did it. Right. No, because they would be trying to be uh, Guns N' Roses. What is that? That's what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. and they're, they're Greta Van Fleet kind of took that fucking yeah. page when they fucking basically stole Led Zeppelin. I've never yeah. heard a single song, yeah. and that's but I, that's all to. I've ever heard. Yeah. That's all yeah. I've ever heard. <laughs> they literally, like they literally just robbed Zeppelin of their sound. I've never heard a single yeah. song. I have no interest in it. Well, that's how I feel at least. No, you boys, ready? Yeah. yeah, I'm ready to go. All right, you might have to tweak mine a little bit. All right, all right. I'm gonna tweak you. Fucking, I'll tweak you. Go for it. Go for it. We got some fucking saxophone boys. Uh. <laughs> 
Yep. Oh, I can't wait for Ray to see. Kitty, 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 kitty. Steve knows what I'm talking about. It's a really fun scene in this movie, Ray. Oh, we're going to like it. I thought he was going to snap that dog's neck when he put the gloves on. I was like, that dog's getting his fucking neck snapped. No. All right. Uh, <clears throat> good, man. I uh, was not expecting that based off the intro. Heavy, thick bass. Sounds like uh, Celtic Frost meets Midnight without the great leads. <laughs> Problem is, this needed a great lead to me. Yeah. Uh, I was ready to give it a 2.4, and uh, that slow down section broke in and kind of raised it a little bit to like a 2.5. Cool. Uh, odd start to the uh, to the open of this one kicks in kind of weird too. Uh, dig the thick uh, thick bass driving the track. Uh, not sure what I think of the vocals and the rest so far, but I'm gonna like keep on letting it go. Mm. Song has a sp- uh, speed metal foundation, like Steve would just mentioned, like Motorhead, fucking yep. Midnight, all that shit, which I would normally lean into heavily. Um, but. I feel like the vocals are fucking all over the place in this, and they were driving me insane. And I was really trying to like not pay attention to it because I, I was trying to love the music. But w- something I don't know what the fuck it was, man. But the whatever they were doing with the vocals was just irritating the shit out of me. Uh, but I was still trying. I really liked the slow groove break that actually brought it up, mm-hmm. and then like got it to like a two at one point. But like then I don't know something about the vocals just fucking mer- like I don't know it really just it got me somehow for whatever reason so I, I got it to like a one eight um just i just couldn't get into it I, and i really liked the, i liked what they were doing with the bass i liked you know some of the guitar work going on in the background but something about the fucking sporadic like it, sometimes it sounded like he was talking through like a fucking micro megaphone yeah. sometimes it sounded like he was screaming something it just it sounded this it, this like is what i would imagine somebody that is way too much of a what's the dude from fucking Faith and More like a Mike uh, Patton yeah it sounds like somebody that like was a huge Mike Patton fan and tried to like copy whatever else he's done alright so this is Fenris Red Planet okay this is a split from 2009 uh, with Nate Frost and uh, yeah it's just weird these are like unreleased songs that like you know he'd never put on an album you probably shouldn't have so because <laughs> I, I get why that one wasn't around I thought you were gonna say Phantomus when I, when you were just when you no. said that, but I wasn't gonna say that. It's also explain why I didn't like it. Yeah. yeah, I just I don't know, man. I I couldn't fucking. It was weird. Oh well. Uh, good. Uh, decent acoustic open. Oh, some rock and roll. Good vocals. Kyle Bell, female chorus. We got the kitchen sink here. Uh, I like the pace change into the lead. Um, near the end, some nice audible bass lines underneath. I gave it a two seven. Cool. Acoustic open, uh, but picks right up. Sounds uh, sounds awesome so far. Pretty rock and roll. Like what I'm hearing so far. Wait, Black Diamond? Oh, we're listening to Kiss. This is a Kiss cover, if you guys didn't catch on to that. Uh, can't say I expected a Kiss cover out of Ray, but this band is doing it justice. I really like the guitar work near the end. The leads really picked up and kind of gave it some chunk that like the original version didn't have. Or a rawness that the original mm. version didn't have. Uh, I give it a three because it's the only way we'll ever get Kiss on our new playlist. <laughs> cool. Uh, this is a band I've never heard of before, and they only have one track, to the best of my knowledge, and I didn't even know it was a Kiss cover. Uh, this is called Black Diamond Brigade, and the reason why this the came across me, that? yes, yeah. um, is because fucking I noticed that Satir was on this track, and I just said, fuck it, let me check it out. So, so when you heard a- that kind of that raspy kind of vocal in the middle of the song, that was just Satir 
fucking. So it's a, it's, it must be a super group Kiss cover. Yeah, basically. Kiss cover band. Yeah. There's only one song? One song that I know of. It's a super group. Who else is in it? Well, I have no clue oh, okay. who, I, who else is in it. I'm the just band. imagining that if it's Black right, Diamond but... Brigade, it's probably in fucking Satire of all people is in it. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people love this. is This is from the first album. I don't know the song. Yep. Yeah, it's. I've. Uh, Actually, I remember seeing him live one time, and like I, I only, I faintly knew the song, but not well enough to be able to sing along to it. And like, you know, after fucking hit after hit after hit, like you know, all the big songs are hitting. They play this, and like half the crowd knew it, and half didn't. And like this one old like rocker dude near me. I, this is a long time ago. Rosie was like ten. I think it was the first concert I ever brought her to. Fucking like, how many, how many people in the world know fucking this song? Now, obviously, out of the three of us, mm. well, I was the only one that pointed out, Gary would have just shit his pants. So we should probably send that to him, too, just because. You should put that in our thing and be like, Gary, what do you think of the song? Seriously, because I think yeah. he'd enjoy it. Uh, that or he'd tear it apart. Um, but this old guy was like, like, after everybody was, I mean, everybody in that crowd sings every single song, right? All of a sudden, this song gets up and fucking half the people don't, don't move. They don't know it, right? Mm. So fucking this dude is like, he's fucking jamming, he's singing along, and he's fucking still air guitar, and he's singing to his wife, and he's like looking around, and nobody else, all of a sudden, he's the only guy, mm-hmm. right? And he get, like, you could tell he almost, I don't know if he felt like bashful, or in, like, you know, in, in, I don't know what it was, but he got like pissed, yeah. and he's like, he's like, what? What the fuck? All you fucking assholes, y'all think you fucking Kiss fans, you don't even fucking know Black Diamond? And his wife was like, honey... Nobody here, nobody else here knows this but you. <laughs> she, she's like, calm down. He's like, no, these fucking assholes. They got their fucking face painted up like Gene. They fucking think they know everything. They got fucking dress ups over here. These kids, they don't even fucking know Black Diamond. They don't know shit. Fucking. And then he starts just, like he's trying to rally the troops to get them all into Black Diamond. And she, and she's just like, just go buy another fucking beer and shut yeah. up. <laughs> like she was so upset about the fact because he was like yelling at people like oh you you fucking you don't fucking know black diamond no asshole nobody else knows black diamond i'm sorry they played the one obscure song that nobody fucking knows yeah anyways well i guess i'll put that on my covers list too yeah there you go oh neither one of you knew that that was a black uh that was a kid song nope look up the band real quick see if they have anything else i don't think they do you can google it ray Black Diamond Brigade. Black Diamond Brigade. Just see if they have anything else out there. I'll just look on Spotify. Or maybe they'll on tell Spotify you they don't. Oh, they don't. Yeah. When did it come out? Uh, I could tell you right now. Let's go to artist. What I'm saying is Google it and maybe it'll tell you who's in the 2003. band. 2003. Yeah. Oh Jesus. Yep. So that might have been on like a Kiss cover album or something. Then, if it's only one song. I can type in Black Diamond. I got it. It's coming up. Brigade on Google. Norwegian rock supergroup. Let's see. Come on, Amazon. Anything yet? It's coming. That's one. I want to see who's in the band. A one-off kiss tribute deck. Yeah, I got it on Amazon. I'm just saying. Okay, so it's uh, Amulet vocalist Torgny Amdam, Turbo Negro's guitarist. Nice. Uh, Satya, Faith No More, Billy Gould on bass, and uh, Tergy Storm of Ralph Myers and the Jack Heron Band, whoever the fuck that is. Yeah, I've never heard of that. No. The Jack Heron Band. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, and that is the only song. Hmm. Yep. I wonder if they put it on something. Like, I wonder if it's on like a compilation or something. I mean, there's a CD that you can buy on Amazon. It's yeah. a CD single, so maybe not. Who the fuck buys CD singles? Yeah. Well, 2003 people put up. CD singles? All right. I didn't even know that existed. Oh, yeah. 
They're, but people used to hand them out back then, though. Yeah, like yeah, Ozfest yeah. and shit. People it's not a CDR those. though. It's an actual like pro printed CD. Yeah, it's fucking. I have a thousand of them upstairs for fucking yeah. Ozfest. All right, last track. Yeah. Uh, uh, go ahead. I gotta get back. To all it. right. Uh, good old Stoner Rock song is a good uh, summer summer beer sipper out on the deck. Like I could literally put myself. It kind of kicked in right when the right when the sun kind of started poking through the clouds, so it was like perfect timing. And uh, I was like, I could definitely like just throw this on in, like a backcountry road, chill and fucking listen. I mean, it's it's super standard yeah. Stoner Rock. There's yeah. nothing fucking nothing outstanding about, about this yeah. song. This is like. This is as like vanilla of a pick as you could probably play, but at the same time, good vanilla. Like mm. this is like you want to have more than one bowl of this ice cream if you're gonna eat vanilla. You know mm. what I mean? Which not all of the time you do. You know, um, I would give this two six because I wouldn't be sad if this song popped in in a cool playlist. Um, it just again, I really like the vocals. That's a one standout thing. I mean, they're again pretty standard rock yeah. vocals, but good song. Good, it was a cool song. Cool. Um, I did not want to finish my bowl of ice cream. Uh, <laughs> pretty generic stoner riffs. Vocals aren't helping its cause. Not terrible, just generic. Last solo was good, but couldn't save it for me. 1.7. Cool. Oh, you were like all over the map, Toby. Yeah. Yeah, that last one I just kind of played out of like, I'm just going to throw this in there and see where it goes. So the only song Ray's got to add to the playlist Black is Diamond. the Black Diamond. Yeah. Yep. So I'm going to I'm gonna uh, star that next to so we can at least remember that. And you got... I only um, have one also. Oh yeah, that first one. Vampire, uh, Viperous or whatever. Cool. Yeah. I think I got two. You got two, yeah. Um, so we'll have to do that today. Yeah, yeah so interesting uh, set of picks. I still can't believe... It. I mean, I can. I get it because that's an obscure pick because it even took me a second. I had to like... I, I got to be honest. Like, I looked up the lyrics just to make sure. Like, I had it typed out. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. this is a Kiss cover. I'm like, wait a minute. Because neither one, like, you weren't, you didn't seem to react to it. So I was like, oh, man, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's just a fucking. I don't know, Kiss. Yeah, I generally right. liked it because I thought the lead was catchy in it. And I liked yeah. how it kind of dim, dims it out. In the oh, end. that's a super obscure song, apparently. Yeah. So that's, even, it is a cool pick because it's, that got a.